0: podcast is part of the pod syndicate Valley. for more criminally compelling shows articles and conversations head to wearepodsyndicate.com
1: hello and welcome to episode 355 of film bastards my name is ian loring and as always i am joined by becky foster
2: hello everyone
1: and Matt foster hello everybody Indeed, indeed. Hello, one and all. We hope you are safe and well. Coming up on this week's show. I don't know why I'm being so fucking low energy. Um, coming up on this week's show, what have we got? We've got reviews. We've got two reviews, two big reviews. And what are those reviews? Well, those are reviews of Netflix's The Old Guard and Apple TV Plus's Greyhound. Uh we'll also have some what we've been watching. We've got some questions. Other uh, bits and bobs. Have we got trailers? I don't think I do.
3: Have, have uh, you guys? Was there one? I don't think there is. There, I think I thought there was one, then looked and went, no, there wasn't one. Did we talk about
2: the Palm Springs trailer when it came out? Yes. Did we? Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. Yes,
3: uh, it is. Um, Halloween kills teaser.
1: Yeah, I mean, that. now, I will say, I love that they're just going. How does Michael Myers come back this time? They put the fire out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Shit, sure, yeah. It's been fair enough.
2: A bit more in reality. Than, I don't want
3: reality from these things. I don't
2: know. But the reason that the later ones went kind of crap was because it did get to a point where it was like, no, oh, come on. Like, he literally had his head chopped off. Why is he in space? Like, they, they went Jason spicy
1: X. in space.
2: And it, it was a similar thing, wasn't it? Like, all three mm, of them mm. kind of had a. Yeah, wasn't there a Freddy vs. Jason? No, yeah, that's Jason. Well, Jay,
1: X. There was Jason X. Yeah. you yeah. I
2: mean,
1: yeah. had Buster Rhymes in a Halloween film. I get I, I get what you mean. You know, they just it, it went
3: places. It you, also like, you also had Tara Banks' his cappuccino maker
2: I actually really like that movie.
3: I mean, that's terrible. <laughs> Michael Myers, it's like a killer shark.
2: <laughs> it's just it's good late night trash, though, isn't it? No. It is. <laughs> it's funny. Um, Trick yes, or treat, motherfucker! Really pretty great. The... Sorry. What was that? Sorry.
1: Trick or treat, motherfucker! Is pretty great. I it's but yeah. It.
2: But that's the thing, like, funny's not really what you want from them. And they got to the point where they kind of were, because it was like, well, he's never going to die, is it? Like, it's just they're going to find some new yeah. stupid way to bring him back. The,
3: the noughties were not a banner time for old franchise no. <laughs> horror films, were yeah.
2: they? So the fact that they're keeping it more grounded in reality, I, I quite like that.
3: I don't know whether they're chopping the fucking knees off the um, the mythos of it all a little bit, though. Mm, possibly.
1: i mean it'll be interesting though because like pretty it it seems like they're all back like behind and in front of the camera and um like john carpenter's been interviewed basically saying this one gets pretty crazy with the sheer amount of people being killed um which which, which is interesting because the the first david gordon green one not that many people get killed you know, and I mean, in in I mean, in the original, like how many people get killed in that? Fuck all, you know. Um, I, but I mean, it would be I don't I I, I kind of like a John a proper Carpenter backed Gordon Green and Danny McBride created just bit of madness. Mm. Um, I, I that that would be fun, and the fact that they position this one as the second of essentially kind of like a mini trilogy. Um why not? Let's 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 get let's get a bit
3: bigger. It's just That's a shame I mean, at least the, until the, it comes out. The yeah. thing is they're doing they're doing like three. Like you said, they're the argument as a trilogy, and the fact that that it's going to be the full trilogy is quite interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean it's just a shame we're gonna have to wait so long to um to to see them. I mean, so obviously They've both been pushed back a year. Candyman is now in its place. We'll see what happens there. Uh, a report came out today of some analysts saying that he reckons cinemas won't be open in the US until September. And now the question is: the studios just get on with releasing films in cinemas outside the US?
2: America being stupid, May- just fucking it for everyone. <laughs>
3: I mean, we, we we need to keep a little bit quiet on
2: that. I know, but they're <laughs> they're actively like protesting wearing masks and stuff.
3: I still think we need to be a little bit quiet on that. Give them a few days. <laughs> well, yeah, because I could see. I, I I don't think I don't. Think that's too far around the corner for us if they make masks mandatory. I'll just
2: wear a fucking mask and get away.
3: They're gonna make masks
1: mandatory. Like in the next couple of days, and all hell was gonna fucking break loose.
3: Yeah.
1: Like yeah. it's, it. I'm mean, even though I say that, but it kind of feels like the UK had been more compliant than the US. But the minute you get Johnson stepping out without a mask on, off fucking Farage, if he starts going out places without a fucking mask on talking like talking about like is freedom it's like we don't need europe we don't need good health either um we'll we'll see we'll see what happens there um but i i I don't know it's interesting because cinemas outside the us are kind of opening up
3: um there are and, and you know they're gonna be saying look we need we need content to show yeah
2: I watched, I watched a video by Bill Nye the science guy the other day about masks and it, it, it's good. It basically shows him blowing out candles with without a mask, obviously. It blows out with a scarf over his face and then with like a homemade mask and then a proper mask. Yeah, there's
3: this whole thing about the, the breathing thing. Um, it, it, it is psychosomatic. That That's fine. But yeah, they, but, they
2: will feel a bit claustrophobic. At first.
3: But I do think that it is a... It is a it is something that needs to be, not considered as such, but something that needs to be understood uh, by people. As, as to take into account people's anxiety about it. But
2: the people that are protesting it aren't the people that are anxious oh, about the, it. The,
3: the, the, the thing that, that yeah, the, the protesting against it is, is fucking stupid. There's no denying that. But I think uh, people being apprehensive about or... Not wanting to go out if they have to wear a mask, I think is a it is is a reasonable dialogue that needs to be had. Mm, yeah. um, and if and the other point there is, this isn't new information. This isn't because of new science or new data or anything that's come out. If this is the case, why has it been the case for the past 12 weeks in supermarkets?
2: Well, there's been there's been more studies done recently into the efficacy of masks. Initially, it was thought that they weren't that efficient. Like, there wasn't really much point. But I think studies have been done now that are saying, no, they really fucking are. Of course they are. I don't know.
1: I mean, the, the thing is, if if that's if that's the fucking compromise for people being able to get back to some sense of normality, is just like just stick a fucking mask on when you're going out. You
3: I, know, I, it, I, small I, price to
1: pay. Come on.
3: I, I will. I will have it. I. I am one of the people who will have to wear a mask for te- for you know all day. And people then will say, oh, people who work hospitals. Fair enough. Um, it doesn't make my job any harder. But I, I, I personally, I will do it. But I don't like the idea of wearing to wear a mask from ten o'clock in the morning to six o'clock at night. Mm. I'll do it. I don't like the idea of it. But I, I, I you know, I will. I will. I will do it third of them is there is how do you enforce it in pubs and well, in restaurants?
2: I think it's it easier the night, didn't I? Because you, you're supposed to be allocated a table, aren't mm. you? Yeah. I think it will be if you're at your table, you don't have to wear it. If you Which are going to the bathroom, if you're going to the bar, if you're coming in, going out, you have to wear it.
3: But then the same thing is there is I work in a, a shopping centre, an indoor shopping centre. If I'm told you can't let people in, to your job, if you if they're wearing a mask, is that another thing I have to fucking what is it?
2: Well, I think the thing will be, they will be the things.
3: Yeah, it's. I think it's going to. It's, it's got. Yeah, look, it's a. There's a lot of compromises and a lot of things that have to happen at the moment. Uh, it is going to make my job for pure selfish reasons, it's going to make my job harder because I'm going to have even less people in my yeah, shop, And that is a bit of a, look, I get it, but I'm also allowed to be a bit like, fucking hell, it's one more fucking thing that's yeah. putting people off coming out shopping. Yeah. So I can see the point of it, and I, I, I am for it, but at the same time, I can also be a bit like, fuck, okay, I just wish it was another thing that we didn't have to do if
2: that makes any sense. Yeah, no, I do <laughs> think Because I... it is going to impact it. People are going to think, oh, I, I just need a pair of jeans. I could order them online or I could go out and buy them and have to wear a stupid fucking mask. Yeah. I'll order them online. Yeah.
3: There's yeah, going to be that.
2: There is, yeah. In the same way that I think if, if we were like, I wouldn't mind a beer, but if we go out for a beer, we have to wear masks. I can't be out. Because a lot of people are not going out already, because they know they're going to have to queue, and we had to queue when we went out, didn't we?
3: Yeah. Very very nice social distance queue and everything like that. Yes, it was, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. (sighs) I
2: feel
1: feel for you, Mark. It's, um, yeah,
3: rough. (laughs) It's a tough environment, but we'll, you know, we've just got to, everyone's got to get through it together. I think the one thing we need to start doing it, or stop doing, is is constantly clamouring for the moral high ground with everybody and mm. not understanding people's point of view or people's reticence or people's reasons why people are pissed off about something. Being pissed off about something and not agreeing with something are two very different things. Yeah. Um, and so they're, they're, at the moment they're, they're, there exists two separate types of people at the moment where you've got those who are still predominantly in lockdown mode and those who are no longer in it because of work circumstances or things like that um, and the problem is i very quickly become very desensitized to it i think most
2: people will once they get out yeah. of the world
3: but it's and it, 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 it's it, it's a so it's a very different situation think, for me and i'm I'm it's an odd one it's a really odd thing
2: it just feels i think once you're back at work and you're in a work environment and stuff like that the world just feels like the
1: world before it but with more viewing yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. what are you doing in here, dog all right um here comes my mental health aid uh sorry hello keeks you're all right bro. um sue uh ah, let me just pop the video on you can say hi um
3: bear with go ah, on
1: go this usually makes you want to leave as well doesn't it <laughs>
3: Oh Aww. my god, she's getting so big.
1: <laughs> Hello. Can you say hi? Can you
2: <laughs> say hi?
1: Yeah. Aww. Okay, you want down, don't you? Alright. Um so
2: she
1: now. Um what
2: well,
1: five and a half months? She's huge for five and a half months. you Her mum and dad were fucking massive, but it's it's terrifying now seeing her up on her hind legs, like if she tries to get up on the kitchen table. Yeah. Like, she's straight up. I made Lottie a sandwich earlier on, and within, like, 20 seconds, she'd got like gotten up on her hind legs and just snaffled it off the table. <laughs>
2: um,
1: she's a naughty little girl, so she is. Um, but she also makes me happy pretty much every time I see her, so it's all worth it. It's all worth it, isn't it? Right. Um, anyway, um, so um, outside of COVID, um, well, it, it made me laugh that um, there was a report out by like The Sun and it got picked up by a load of places last week about uh, Jurassic World uh, Dominion uh, like in disarray because a bunch of crew members tested positive for COVID-19 on the first day. And then they just had to put out a statement saying, no, they didn't. <laughs> um and it, it made me laugh that like i saw quite a lot of people on twitter saying see see we're not ready for it yet and then when that retraction came out nobody was like oh do you know what fair play all right then fine yeah
3: people were like you know, people straight away were like oh no no just wait it'll come out that it was it's like fucking hell
2: People are so desperate for it to, like, all kick off again, aren't they?
3: And people are foaming their mouth <laughs> yeah. desperate for a fucking second wave. And,
2: is, and, I, even if it's a second wave, there won't be a second lockdown. So what are you hoping to gain from this? Just more dead people.
3: So they can then just, you know, play the moral high so. ground. Yeah. The more the, the
1: scarlet letter factor worries me more than anything else now. Like, I was reading um a report of, like, someone who... Um, found out after being in a pub that they tested for COVID uh, positive for COVID-19. And then like they did the socially responsible thing, you know, they told the pub and whatnot. And then they, they start like, there was like loads of Facebook posts about them, about how they knew they had it before they went to the pub and it was disgusting and blah, blah, blah. And it's just, no you know if you do that it's only going to make people more scared about like essentially admitting that they have it and going out trying to pretend like things are normal like fucking facebook man i swear to god i don't know how people stay on it um and i mean twitter's twitter is rough as well but at least it's not as localized (laughs)
0: um
1: you mean yeah, you know, um it, it it's just it's that that's the that is the thing that worries me now. Um you know, just like getting it and then people thinking that I was socially irresponsible when I when I had it or something like that and then like you can imagine people getting like death threats and shit like that, you know. I'm I, the world's fucked. I mean it's fucked though. I mean that 12-year-old who got arrested for fucking racially abusing Wilfred Zahar. Yeah, I mean, I know it's not to do with COVID, but it's just the general theme of the world's on fire. Twelve years old, and that shit that he posted was fucking disgusting. Yeah, like, man, you know,
2: kids are worse than anyone else for it, aren't they?
3: But because they, they 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 live, they can have the complete lack of fear mm. of, 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 of of repercussions from it. Yeah. You know, the more the more of these fucking idiots that get fired from their jobs for spouting racist shit online. Yeah. Hopefully, it'll, it'll you know at least yes, it, it isn't going to solve the problem in education, but the problem is a lot of these people, no matter how much you educate them, they're still going to be pieces of shit. Um. So hopefully, it'll start from it. Some of them just shut the fuck up a little bit, and it once a few of them start to quiet them down, hopefully the whole thing will start to quiet them down a little bit, mm. um, to an extent, but. Yeah. These fucking little racist little shits. 14-year-old fucking keyboard warriors. There's far, far too many of them. And it's it, they're kicking, is what I mean. Yeah, they do.
1: And I mean, like, you, you see the tweet replies and whatnot to it, and it's just like, well, can you imagine what the parents are like? It's like, it might not be that, though. Like, it may well be, but it might just be that he's a little fucking dickhead who thinks he's hilarious and I mean, like, who, who's to say? I don't know. It just... God, you don't need to comment on everything.
3: Well, it's just like that, that, that kid outside that supermarket that was hurling racist abuse to um, a um, black security guard. Mm. Before the black, mad thing came out. I don't think it got highlighted as much. Um, and it ended up on Facebook and it ended up on What Is It? And mm. uh, the person who turned him into the police was his, uh, his stepdad. There you go. It, it took it to the police and basically said, Look, we haven't brought him up like this. He, he stepdad, I think he's been his stepdad since yeah. he was like two. Yeah. Uh, I was like, We didn't bring him up like this. Uh, right. We've tried. He's just, he quite simply is, he's a little shit. So, it, you know, we've done everything we can now. Maybe it's time for him to have the repercussions of it all. Mm. Um uh, he thought, you know what? Yeah. Fair play.
1: Fair play. Right, movies. Um Yeah, no, I said movies, Kiki. What what did you think I just said? Sorry, she's just but she just like she was like sniffing around and just looked straight at me. Like I just <laughs> right okay um so we don't have any trailers so uh, you know we kind of talked about halloween um halloween kills and hopefully we'll see that uh next year i you know we will see that next year i mean just to kind of finish off on the point about what the, what the fuck happens now um if tenet gets pushed again you imagine that won't just be two weeks it'll just be like look we'll just fucking release it when we can um yeah,
3: i think if it gets pushed now i i think i think if it gets pushed 10 it will end up being a christmas movie yeah 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 quite um
1: and that will probably have a knock-on effect with mulan and then you're looking at fucking september it's like what does a quiet place part two do um and then it, it i yeah i think it does become do we go premium vod in the u.s and countries where cinemas just aren't open and <laughs> excuse me sorry Sorry about that. And then release theatrically everywhere else. Do cinema chains basically say to the distributors, all right, fine. In countries where shit is just not happening, fine. Do premium VOD. We need to keep our cinemas alive. Mm. Um, You know, it it just... Because otherwise what happens... Um, I mean, it, it feels to me like it's kind of a golden opportunity for maybe UK distributors who are going to release their stuff over on VOD over the next couple of months. Maybe just go in, fuck it, let's just release in cinemas. Maybe we have to wait a bit before our stuff hits VOD, but we'll be pretty much the only game in town and we can earn a shitload. Um, I, 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 It's interesting because people are like, All these articles about drive-in cinemas making a comeback and whatnot. Do you know what? That's lovely. I will say tonight at this drive-in in in London, there's 1917 with Alex Zane interviewing George Mackay and it's 40 pound a car. Jesus fucking wept. And also drive-ins in the UK... How many weekends are actually going to be reliable for that in terms of actually getting people in where it's not pissing down? Exactly. That's
3: it. You know, driving in parts of America where they were prevalent, mm. it was, you know, you know, it was like fucking front page news if it rained. Yeah. Uh, whereas, yeah, like you say, it's it rained quite a bit in the mm. UK. That's an awful lot. There's one coming up in York in uh, in August. And I'd look at it, and you know, there's some decent, enough you know, films showing and bits like that. But it was, it was like 28 pounds a car. And It's like I'm not going to pay 28 quid to go and see something that I've already seen.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, in a car, I, I'm curious for what the experience of driving is like. Mm. Um, I, I am curious about that, but I'm not 28 pounds curious. No.
2: No, oh, that's it. Like, if, if, if who's going with enough people to make that
3: worthwhile? Well, the, the, the it, its not a driving experience like you see that was in fucking Greece No. or, or something like that. It, it it's basically a field that they put a massive screen in. Yeah. You, you know, there's not gonna, you know, if you get, if I get there and I go, fucking hell, there's actually there's like a fucking hot dog stand over there and all this shit. I'd be a little bit more like, all right. Fair enough, that's pretty fucking cool. It's an event, it's a night out, it's an experience um, thing you're paying for.
2: Yeah.
3: But I've got to pay 28 quid to watch a film that I might not be able to see because my windscreen wipers would need to be on. (laughs) And I've then got to walk in the pissing down rain and stand for 15 minutes to get what essentially will be a festival hot dog. Yeah. Then bring it back, sit and eat it in my car going, next my car's going to stink for fucking weeks of this, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then go back to You can be going, yeah. Don't you think it's a bit cold? And me go, yeah. Let's crank the heating up. Oh, but the fucking car needs to be on to do this. So we're just loitering for two and a half hours watching Pulp Fiction, Absolutely, making yeah, yeah. our car stink. Yeah. Or we
2: could be watching it at home. <laughs> we
3: could just be watching it at home
2: on our giant, gigantic television.
1: Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Segway. Before we get into the reviews. Yep. Uh, non, non-patrons non have missed the wonderful experience of half an hour of me talking Mark through setting up the TV um, but we didn't really hear much from Becky because after a few minutes Becky fucked off to another room basically calling us a bunch of fucking geeks and uh, just... I
2: believe I said nerds nerds, that
1: was it, nerds so, Becky go on what are your thoughts on the TV? It's all
2: right, yeah.
1: It, look, yeah, it right. looks, yeah, it nice. It's it's an Im- is, is that what you thought you were going to say a week ago?
2: No, I, I don't hate it. Like, and I and I thought I would. Um. So, um, yeah, it's uh, We when we first went on was it Netflix? Where well, yeah, it was Sons of Anarchy, wasn't it? And it looked it looked crappy, but then you turned off the. motion smoothing smoothing, and then it looked all right again um yeah it's 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 all right the picture's a bit clearer and stuff and um um one thing that's that's quite interesting is i um because of a a car accident that i had a few years ago i have sort of light sensitivity not to the point where i have like seizures or anything like that but it makes (laughs) the way i describe it to to Mark all the time is it makes my brain feel fizzy so I I can't watch scenes in movies where there's like strobe or anything like that um I have to just sit and close my eyes and I noticed when we were watching um it was when we were watching Fallout wasn't it um there was a scene that I hadn't been able to watch when we'd watched it in the cinema or when we'd watched it previously when it first came out uh, uh, on iTunes um and it just it didn't affect me and I don't know whether it's because it's that bit more defined or whatever. Um, but it I was able to watch it. Wow So we're gonna we're gonna test it out with that, the, that one scene in Firewalk with me in uh, I was just
1: uh, thinking about Firewalk with me, yeah, yeah that's a fucking test and a half.
2: Yeah I since it happened I've not been able to watch that scene. No. I just listened to it. So oh. i gonna give it a go aren't we? Yeah. Um so yeah um it's it's good. I was saying as well um when I oh god when I initially switched last of us on so I put the playstation on and it asked me to set up the the HDR thing and adjust the brightness till the logo's just visible so I did all that and then um I did um yeah went into the game and stuff and it started and actually like started playing and I walked out of bright sunlight well, not me personally, but my, walked the character out of bright sunlight into some shade, and literally the, the entire screen just went black. And I was at a point with it. Mark wasn't here. <laughs> I didn't. I, I, I didn't want to start thinking about adjusting anything. So I just literally I was like, if I if I continue trying to play this like this, I'm just gonna probably cry at the fact that I'm probably not gonna be able to finish this game if I can't fix it. So yeah. I'm just gonna turn it off. Um. And it was weird because when you know when it starts and the um it's got the loading screen and there's just the bugs flying in the corner sure i hadn't realized they were bugs i thought they were you know like in the first game it's spores that are floating around on the loading
1: yeah, screen. yeah yeah
2: yeah, I yeah it was just like that i couldn't see the fact that they were flapping and stuff like that
1: they're like moths or something aren't yeah they? yeah yeah
2: um, so i i hadn't noticed that so i was like oh actually that's that's pretty cool like this this could be really good um you know if if that is so much clearer that previously i hadn't even realized they were moving and now i can see that they're moths you know this this could be a good experience and then it started and it did that and i was like no no can't deal with this right now and i just switched it off until you came downstairs didn't um and then we put it back on and i was i was saying to you look i'm just going to go into the game settings and adjust the brightness and see if that helps at all and there was a bit in there that you had to switch the HDR on specifically in game. Yeah, um, yeah. I Did that and it was instantly better. But I just I hadn't been in a sort of place where I could where I wanted to check that previously. But yeah, once I got that switched on, it was it was really good. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah, dark. it's sorry, go on. It's still a bit dark in comparison to what it was like on the old TV. I might have to I might have to adjust the brightness.
1: Yeah, it's um, it, it it's interesting because they um, when you're playing on an HDR TV, it asks you to do that before it starts the game. Mm. So I suppose if you were al- already part way through it, I can understand why why it didn't. Mm.
3: Um,
1: yeah, it's um, you'll, I'd like to think you'll notice the difference in the future. Um, as to like, oh shit, the HDR's not on or something like that. And I I I, I, I do um but i'm weird um and it, it, i don't know it'd be it'd be interesting but i'm yeah okay I, i'm that that thing about not noticing they were um they, they were like moths or whatever is wild um because yeah, what what size was your tv before sorry 40 okay okay, I okay.
2: it's not because it was small i think it's just because it was not hugely defined on that screen
1: you want great copy quality in game. Mmm. It's just how much how much better 4K is. I mean, I hate to say I told you so. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: uh, so Patreon.com forward slash Film Bastards for uh some extra geeky content on that. And it, I, to be fair, it was geeky. I, I I was just it. I was just so pleased i was so pleased for like the the whole of that recording it was uh, it was something and we'll uh, we'll talk about some of the 4k content you watch later well and now yeah because you watched all of it in 4k
2: yeah
1: <laughs> right and atmos <laughs> and atmos yeah because your tv outputs the stereo version of atmos and mine doesn't i can only do it through headphones through my xbox and that's fine that's fine yeah it's fine (sighs) I mean my my tv speaker grills are also partly melted from a time that Donna left a candle on under the tv um it's fine it's fine (laughs) (laughs) it really doesn't sound it (laughs) Fine. Um, I'm kind of stalling because I forgot. I, I have no idea who directed. I don't want to get the name of the director of the old guard wrong, and I know it was Gina. And I'm pretty sure there's a Prince, Prince, and a Blythe Wood in there, but I don't know which order it is. Gina um, Blythe Wood. Prince. Prince. Yes. Is it Prince or is it Price? Prince, a Prince. Prince. It is Prince. Gina Prince Blythe. Uh, Blythe Wood. Blythe Yeah. Bifewood. Okay, so the old guard is directed by Gina Prince bifewood and stars uh, Charlize Theron, Kiki Lane, Matthias Schoenarts, What? Uh, Chil- Chil- Matthias
3: <laughs> What? The Lots, Matthias Schoenaerts.
1: You love The Loft, don't you? I do love Fucking The Loft. You know he is in The Loft, isn't
3: he? He's in both versions. What do you mean? The Loft it's a remake. Oh, is it a remake? the remake and he's in the uh, original as well okay
1: um uh also marwan kanzari uh, luca marinelli and um it's uh big old uh, dursley from harry potter himself H- harry melling um right. who uh, fair fucking play to that boy uh because he lost some weight good on him um so The Old Guard is an adaptation of a graphic novel. It is about Andy, played by Charlize Theron, and her gang of kind of immortal warriors who enlist a new uh, recruit, Niall, played by Kiki Lane. Whenever they said Niall, I just thought of uh, Niall, who used to work with me, and it was very distracting. (laughs) Um and uh yeah, they are hunt being hunted by um Copley uh, played by Stuart Gifer, who is trying to get them for experimentation by Merrick, played by Harry Melling so uh this has had this had an awful lot of holy fucking shit this is one of the best Netflix movies ever, if not the best Netflix movie ever. Uh, kind of word um going in um and yeah let's see what everyone thought of it um bex what do you think of the old guard
2: I, I actually i really enjoyed it and i can't wait for the inevitable sequel um it's it's interesting it's going to be interesting to see what they do with her immortality issues um but yeah i was i was intrigued by this one for the get-go because given like the kind of stuff you hear about Charlize Theron, it, this seems like the kind of role that she would think she was too good for. And it was like, really?
3: <laughs> I think she's very much leaning into action Theron.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I was very intrigued to see kind of how she she'd pull it off. But there's some there's some good violence in there, and there's some gross shit in there as well in there, like um that bit. Yeah, that bit at the end where she jumps uh, out the window and lands on the car, and she's just smashed the fuck up, and just clicks herself back into like normality. There's some, there's some pretty grim stuff. Some good kills as well. Um, I think the story's really good. Um, yeah, I really, I, re- I really liked it. I was, I was surprised by how good it was. I, I kind of, I thought I'd like it, but I thought it'd be kind of shit. Do you know what I mean?
3: Yeah, a bit too trashy.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, and it wasn't. It was actually quite quite polished and stuff.
3: Yeah.
2: It's got sort of some quite progressive sort of acceptances of stuff that it doesn't necessarily shove down your throat. Um, And, you know, there's you know, there's one romance in this, and it's it's between Joe and Mickey. and it's like, they've not tried to kind of give Charlize Theron like a romantic interest or anything like that, they've just left that to them, and I quite like that, really.
1: Mm. I will so, say, I would have loved to just see Matthias Schoenarts and Charlize Theron just fuck the living shit out of each other. <laughs> that would have been, that would have been pretty hot, but <laughs> I agree and I, I like um, before I forget that point about not shoving it down your throat that's the fucking that is the way don't do the whole kind of like like Disney saying two women hug in a two second shot in Star Wars
3: look at us you yeah, know, just don't- have it happen don't you don't need to shout about it you can just have it happen
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like you know, people have reacted to it and they've talked about it, but it doesn't necessarily feel like Netflix have gone, "Hey, there's two guys here, hey, hey, look, they love each other, hey, hey, hey." You know, it's it's not it's not that the film just lets it be. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah no it's nice but sorry Bex, I just yeah like that I thought I really need emphasising like how how fucking inclusive this film is it's lovely
2: yeah yeah and you, you kind of get the feeling that Charlie's thron's kind of stuck on is it Quine no oh,
1: yeah I mean I'd, I I will take those two fucking ever loving shit out of each other in the old guard too older guards as well you know.
3: That'd be I fine. Want to see
2: how crazy she is in the sequel. How crazy being in a fucking like, Iron Maiden type thing in the sea and just dying over and over.
3: For 500 years. For
1: 500 Which?
2: years has made her. I'm, I'm keen for that.
1: Yeah. I love the fact that she had a glass of water. It was like, she fucking loves water. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> yeah, so that's, yeah.
3: Nice, nice. Mark, what do you think? I don't think I was quite as into it as as, as, as you were, Bex. Uh, in the sense that I, I, I did like it. Um,
2: you have slightly less patience for, for movies that have like supernatural shit going on than I do. That it's like it, it's. I, I
3: n- no, not necessarily true. I am either a go super big or go home when it comes to supernatural shit, mm. right? Either want it as some kind of evil fucking cloth demon fucking going after everybody, or I want it as just a, like nothing. Cloth demon. I know it was the weirdest thing that I could think of in my head. A cloth demon. Yeah, just a demon without cloth. You're not even
2: taking that from another movie. You've nope. Made it up in your made brain. up in your brain. Yeah. Okay.
3: You're for it. Go for it. Right.
2: There must be a cloth demon in something. Oh, it's
3: what? There's,
2: there's there's a cloth demon in um that one movie that I made you two watch. Um, or is it a carpet demon? Where she's like she can send goats off to ghosts. Oh
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll go with that. Yeah. No, i will bigger than that. Bigger than um, that. Yeah. But I, I did, like, I, I have two issues that I need to get out of the way first. Just fucking say Right? And then I'll go into like, the bits that yeah, I like. But I have two. Your issues. issue about Greyhound will not be topped, just two, to two say. Just questions.
2: Fucking recently deleted. Go right? On.
3: So when she has that photo and she's in the background of it that those people take, and she goes over and says, oh, do you want me to take a photo? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she goes in and she deletes that, what is it? Right? That's still in their recently deleted file.
2: Yeah, but no one's searching their phone. She's wanting them to not post it if it's not in their file. And she's I'm just saying. One,
3: I'm, I'm just. It, I'm, I'm just saying. If she's gonna be thorough, she needs to go at that recent deleted. Get rid of that. Just saying. That. I mean, I, she's got to do it
1: subtly, though,
3: dude. Like, I'm nitpicking, and I'm aware of nitpicking. My next one is just a curiosity I have. Oh, is it
2: the fucking...
1: It's
3: a, if that's <laughs> one of the complaints you were bringing up, this better
1: be a six out of five film of the year for you. No, if it's one not compl- of the you're bringing it's up. a up. Oh, a wait Netflix.
3: for the next one, Ian. Wait for the
2: next no, one. It's I about think, hair. I think this
3: one's important. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're immortal, and they are essentially stuck in the place that they, don't, that they die. So they can't get older, etc., and bits like that. They don't. They don't change. They're down right, but they can clearly cut their hair, right? However, when Charlize Theron shoots Niall in the back of the head, her hair goes back to the normal bit because of there should be a big gaping head wound there that would have shot through her hair, but her hair grows back. So, surely when they just have their hair cut, it just should just grow back to the normal bit,
2: maybe, right? Because the entry wound. For a, for a bullet is quite small. No, 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 with, no, maybe no. It went one of it, did.
3: it just didn't. It did. It didn't. Obviously that's did, okay, it did Nope. And you can't get a haircut. Nope. she did. I worked it out. It's not what is it? So the hair thing. I need it clearing up.
2: What a fucking weird gripe to have.
3: It's not a gripe. It's a curiosity. I was thinking. <laughs> that's not a like a. An early fucking that's that's not a haircut that, that Charlie's throw would have had at that no, time. No, so we <laughs> had
2: this conversation at the point where Kiki Lane got shot in the brain, right? We had this conversation at that point, and then we're watching it dooby doo. Do, we've moved on with our lives from this fucking hair thing that he's got, and then it shows the flashback of her with Quine um, at the witch trials bit, and, and she's got long hair, obviously, in that bit. And he just, he practically jumps out of his fucking seat, points at the screen and goes, see, they can get their hair cut. So why didn't she have, why didn't she have like a hole in the back of her hair? Clearly bothering him, just sat there.
3: It was bothering him, it's still bothering me now. Well,
2: it shouldn't be, you need to get over it.
3: Get a I'm just saying, it needs to be, it needs to be <laughs> sorted in the all <laughs> of It needs to get started. I don't, it's bothering uh, me. Yeah, well, no. Um, it, I liked the villain. Nobody else seems to like the villain. I liked him. I thought he was really good. I thought he conveyed the sneering, shitty, arrogant, billion, young billionaire. I thought he 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 nailed that really well. He's
2: basically that one guy simpering. that tried to come up with a cancer drug and charged loads of money for it. it, it, it. it he is
3: yeah. Martin Script, whatever his name is. Um, yeah. bind with essentially combined with hoodie wearing um, Facebook knobhead. That's a company. Um He's he's basically is does it, it, it's that and I, I, I quite liked that about him.
2: Ah. Uh. Yeah, you decided to be contrary, didn't you? As well. Oh, who's that guy? Who's that guy? I really, I recognise him. Oh, it's it's Harry Potter's cousin out of the Harry Potter movies. You know the little the little chubby one. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. That's not that. that's
3: not I recognised him. Can't from. be
2: that. It so, wasn't
3: that. I, I, it was Buster Scruggs. It's by Buster it Scruggs. That I recognised him from. It, it was. Oh yeah.
2: You've yeah. just been contrary. No, i
3: not. That's what I recognise him for.
1: And mm. uh, no, I, I I I to be fair, but I'll backmark Mark on this one. I I would expect him to remember yeah. him from a Coen Brothers film rather than Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, uh,
3: I like, I like uh, Action Theron.
1: I mean, I, I've never slept with Mark, but I, I think I know him well enough to know that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like Action Theron. I always like Chiwetel Ejioffar in anything, because he's always great. Uh, I, I like the fact that the, and how they get him as part of the team. The fact that he hasn't just been researching him to get the what is it. He is... A, a good guy who, who, did a, who did a bad thing. Mm. He made a mistake of trusting the wrong people, but actually he's a good guy. The fact that he worked out the lineage of how it all worked I thought was really quite cool, and I'm, I'm looking forward to him being like the Bosley. Yeah, the Bosley of there. What is it? Um, but I, I, what did you think, Ian?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's interesting you bring that up, because I think one of the most... It, you know, people are talking about this, but oh, the the action scenes are incredible, and you know it's you right. know, It's Netflix really doing a blockbuster, and it's like, I mean, the action's fine. Yeah. Um, it is scored by some of the weirdest fucking needle drops for acting oh, uh, scenes. It's
3: <sighs> they kill well, the that, rhythm. Yeah, they they do. What 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 they have tried to do desperately is have. A, a great soundtrack rather than just having a naturally a great soundtrack they are desperately trying to pick a perfect spotify playlist for a party, <laughs> and it, and it's like yeah. this has got no atmosphere it doesn't work it doesn't make sense it's it, it's all over the place it's it, yeah the needle drops are crap no i mean and, and it's it just it, they
1: don't really match the tone. And it's yeah. almost like in the bits where there's, there's kind of like a bri like a bridge and then it like gets into it or something. It's like they've edited the film around the song so that when the song does decide to uh, be alive, there's some action going on, but it's, I don't know, man, it's a traditional score would not have hurt this film um and it's like there was something i noticed as well um i think in the bit with kiki lane there's so there's a bit of music where Charlize ferron is driving kiki lane then she wakes up and then they and she rolls out of the car and whatnot there's a bit of music at the start and then at the end of of the scene where like Charlize ferron shoots kiki lane and then she recovers and whatnot and she gets in the truck and the song just starts again yeah and they did that they did that in the rhythm section as well um that bit where it's I, I can't remember the exact circumstance but blake lively leaves jude law like it like fucks up his car or something or it goes into a ditch and then yeah. and then she like walks off or like she drives off and he walks off or something and they start the, the bit of music again and it's literally like they've just gone okay play pause it back to beginning play it's very like it's very very they're very very weird choices and i mean again that kind of sounds like a nitpicky thing but it did demonstrably for me make the action scenes worse and that that, that, that people talk about the uh, people have been talking about how the action scenes are so great and whatnot like i say i think they're fine what the film does really well for me is the Shuetel for character. It is what they're doing with Matea shonarts where you fucking know that he's a turncoat, partially because he's Matea Shonatz, <laughs> um, but then they they twist that. You know, the the reason why he's a turncoat is essentially, hey, look, essentially, Dave said they're going to try and work out how you can fucking die, and that's what you want. So. I'm doing it for you. It, it's twisted. And it's like, obviously his friends get hurt as well, but you can kind of see that. She you if, uh, I mean, his character, that shit's fucking brilliant. Like his, his thing where he's just like, like my wife couldn't like speak, you know, like before she died, she couldn't speak, you know? And it's like, right. Yeah. Fair enough, man. You want to help humanity. So that other people don't have to go through that shit. You've realised you've done fuck, fucked up. And now not only is it like Charlize Theron saying, I'm going to spare your life, but you're going to help me. He's, I'd be honoured. That's, yeah, you believe that. So uh, with, the, with the next one, which obviously they're going to do and uh, cool, um, have a bigger budget. You know, yeah. it, it feels like it's stra- straining at the leash
3: to be bigger. It's, and, it's a little bit like the Deadpool uh, mm-hmm, thing, mm-hmm. where Deadpool, you watched it, you went, right, you've been at the absolute best of your budget, but you can see that this is a mid-budget blockbuster rather than a big-budget blockbuster.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it just like... Cause there, were the, there were things that struck me as odd. Like, when, at the end, um, she like, chucks Harry Melling out of the building and it crashes into that car. No one's around. No. And, and it's just like, this is fucking weird, man. This, like, is daytime in central London and there's no one around. What's going on? But then, to make... to weirdly emphasise the point, suddenly, there's police cars all over the place
3: and there's shitloads of people about. Yeah, also as well, the police cars come in force that way... And don't stop the one car driving away from it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite. It's <laughs> No, 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 exactly. No, but it, it, literally, they're driving away, they're literally, as they're driving off, a police car comes at a shot and like, yeah. they're going, no, you wait there a yeah
1: <laughs> but, I mean, it, It's almost like Charlize Ferron just had some weird condition where she, like, in, in, in her contract, where she was like, I will do one scene with people who are not in my core group and, and and that's at the start where she gets that photo taken Yeah. other than that I will do nothing so it's oh. like right okay so we're going to have to shoot around Charlize so as soon as she fucks off we can just bring in the crowd
3: I, I do also think as well there was something in her contract that said if the camera's facing me I'll be in it but when it's shots from behind me it won't be me because I swear to God, the person who it is when there's a shot from behind Charles Theron changes so often. <laughs> like the, the, the fucking body double for it they've got, it, it must be like three different people.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, saying, I mean,
3: that's a different person. <laughs> yeah, no, quite. Cool. I mean, I, it, it's.
1: I, 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 I think it's a good film. I, I did enjoy it. And, like,. Just that the, I, I, the whole Mateo Schoenarts thing I thought was interesting. I thought the 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 the, the guys in the couple were good. For Kiki Lane was solid, you know. Um, like I, 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 she had a she had a, a nice arc.
3: Um, I mean, I I, 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 thought, I thought she what? was weak to be honest. Yeah, she's
2: the weakest thing
3: in it. I, I mean, she I suffers
2: from the, the Ellen shit. Page.
1: She suffers from the Ellen Page and Inception.
3: She has to have all the things explained to her, like yeah. I, I and I, I actually thought the, the exposition was actually was it was actually quite well handled mm. in the fact that it was quite clever. The fact that a lot of them were like, look, we just don't know. Yeah. You know, it's not. And it, I like the fact that there's, that there's that there's no explanation for it. It just it just happens. Yeah. Um. And then the whole oh we're immortal. Well, kind of immortal. Yeah. Yeah. Um but we don't know when, what is it? like that. But I just, it's like, you're a Marine, yet you are freaked out so badly by dead bodies. (laughs) It's kind of like, you picked the wrong career. Like, the really fucking wrong career. But I mean,
1: like, you've got that, but then at the other end, like I really, really liked how... Her friends like immediately ostracized her. I... Was
3: like... Sorry, her friend, uh, her friend, which which her name should just be eyebrows. They were insane. Yeah, I mean they no, were scoty some... esque. Yes. I, mean, I, <laughs> I think they were.
2: They were a bold look.
3: They were. They, they, they were, were a bold look. Were, they were comical. They were
2: yeah they were.
3: Bold. Yeah, literally, it, it was. She looked like a Boosh character. <laughs> I, I mean I, I i
1: i i liked how kind of real that was where it was just like look when they're around death as much as as much as they are if you like you knew that thing happened to that person and they're just up and the scars gone it would be like yeah don't necessarily think i want to be around you i don't think i can handle this you know I, it was I, I i don't know i mean I, 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 I think thought
2: one of my really close friends almost died and then didn't, and but they, you know, they weren't there in the medical tent. They don't
3: like, but I, I also quite like the fact that they dealt with that bit of it with the other friend saying, Oh, would you prefer it if she was dead? That's true, yeah. I think that's because everyone gets a bit freaked out by going, Oh, there's no scar there or
1: anything. What the, shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing. I mean, it, it's um. Maybe I'm ever so slightly wrapping up because I'm desperate for the toilet. I'm going to need to take a break in a minute. Um, But I, yeah, I I, I, I liked it. I'm not quite as high on it as a lot of people are. If you were to say to me, what's the best Netflix action film of the summer? I'd probably say Extraction. Um, (laughs) But I thought it was really good. And I think the sequel could be an absolute fucking banger.
3: As long as they go
1: batshit. They've got to go big or go home. They they need to go batshit, and frankly, they need to listen to the the people who have complaints about the film. You, you, they can't just go, oh well, those people didn't want to see a film directed by a woman. They didn't want to see a film with a progressive cast or or whatnot. Could not give a like with the best will in the world. Could not give a fuck who this was directed by. All I'm saying is. Don't have those kinds of needle drops. Whoever you
3: are in the next one, they don't work. Yeah, not not everything has to have a soundtrack. Well, she no.
2: said, hasn't she, that the the sequel, if it gets greenlit, will follow the, the next graphic novel. But oh. obviously, the the immortality element yeah. for Andy is not a thing that happens in the first graphic novel. She doesn't lose her immortality in the graphic
3: novel. I don't think she's lost it here.
2: I don't either and I think that that's the whole hmm, have a little faith. It's yeah. them setting it up so that they can give her it back somehow in the future I think world.
3: it's something to do with the weird fucking sword thing that she's got. Um I'm
1: gonna go for a wee, but I've got my AirPods on so I'm gonna try and listen but you don't have to hear me pee. So
3: please continue. I I, I do think though I I think that that they the may be held back on the she's she's still immortal thing. Hmm. Uh, I think they've held back on that. I think there's something to do with that. It's on the fucking poster. They made a big deal of it that she carries it around all the time, mm. yet they never actually referenced it. Or you might have that fucking Quinn gives her her mortality back or something like that mm. as a punishment or something like that. There's going to be something. She will. Charlize Theron will be immortal in the next one. Yeah. Otherwise but it's another
2: thing they have to have, deal with that isn't in the
3: source material yeah. which is a bit otherwise yeah, but i think they'll get rid of it really quickly mm-hmm. i think it'll be, it, 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 it'll be even before credits happen it'll get dealt with yeah because they can't have it like we were saying like that like the irritating computer game where she's got to be you know protected, protected by everybody and you've got to get Andy to the safe zone
2: yeah
3: and you know all of that and everyone have a fucking square health pack or everything <laughs> sort of yeah yeah, if the next one's just a fucking escort escort mission, the movie that would yeah. be uh, that would be brutal. It, it's it's not gonna work, but yeah, but um, definitely not shit. Yeah, definitely. It's shit. it's really definitely not shit. good, um, and I, I I enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to a sequel in eighteen months time. Uh, our audience poll definitely not shit. Sixty-two percent touching cloth, thirty-one percent, and shit eight percent. Okay. I mean,
0: that's pretty standard. <laughs> are you tired of film podcasts where the hosts exist in a constant, blissful state of agreement? I mean,
1: the main, the main characters are two of the dullest main characters I have ever encountered in any film.
0: Well, you're in luck. Let me introduce you to Chinstroker and Punta. One is an ex-film student with a penchant for David Lynch and art cinema. The other is a man on the street. Listen, in perplexed and horrified terror. We tear apart one film a week it just really It's isn't. not visually striking No, no Just just getting confirmation That's the third time though I mean, almost, Is this on? You can find us at csvsp.libson.com So come and share the victory If you
1: could fuck any man in film Who would it be and why?
0: My answer is Lance Henriksen oh. you, He wouldn't tell He looks like somebody <laughs> He looks like somebody who can keep, keep a secret You like the 1980s, don't you? Of course you do. We all do. But have you ever wondered why that decade was the way it was? Have you ever wished there was somewhere you could go to get past the usual day-glow sentimentality? To try and understand 1980s pop culture in a more social, political and historical context? Because if so, it sounds to me like you're ready to go beyond the aesthetics. Beyond the nostalgia. Welcome to Beyond the neon. Beyond the Neon. Beyond the Neon is the podcast that dares to pull over the Testerosa, eject the WAM cassette, and take off the Wayfarers. If you're looking for retro reviews of Back to the Future, the Goonies, or John Hughes movies, you will will not not find find that here. If you're looking for top ten lists of A team episodes, Nintendo games, or Stranger Things references, you will will not not find find that here. If you're looking for long, boring introductions, Squarespace ads, or Patreon begging, you You will will not not find find that that here. Because Beyond the Neon, we do things a little differently. When we are. In each documentary-style episode, I look at one area of 1980s popular culture and break it right down. And each episode features academic insight, guest contributions and interviews, as well as clips plumbed from the depths of the 1980s cultural void. Well, YouTube. Mainly YouTube. To help illustrate the wonderful, perplexing, terrifying, joyous and utterly thrilling world of 1980s pop culture. Beyond the Neon might not be as regular as other 1980s podcasts, but that's because Beyond the Neon isn't like other 1980s podcasts. Subscribe to the show today and check out all past episodes by visiting beyond
1: yeah no geostorm which makes sense i don't yeah i don't think uh, anyone would say this was so bad it was good or anything so uh yeah fair play um i tell you what I just had to lean back when I was having a pee there because that was literally like the barrier of my AirPods losing the connection. <laughs> like you were kind of cutting in and out. But whenever I like lifted my head back, it was fine. But then I couldn't see where my pee was going.
2: <laughs> oh, dear.
1: That was uh, that was something. That was something. Right. Okay. So um, I tell you what. Let's do some uh, what we've been watching. Then we'll uh, move on to Greyhound after. So uh, guys, what you've been watching this week?
2: Uh, well, I'll do. I, I've watched one movie on my own this week, so I'll do that while Mark's gone to the bathroom. Um, I rewatched Doctor Strange um, because I want to continue our Marvel rewatch, and Mark just will not fucking watch it with me. So I just decided to watch it on my own. Um,
0: nice.
2: I actually really I like Doctor Strange a lot more than I anticipated that I would I, I held off on watching it for quite a while after it was released because I'm not a big fan of Benedict Cumberbatch I'm not a big fan of Tilda Swinton anymore um, and I was just I was really kind of dubious about it um, and then when, when I watched it for the first time was really pleasantly surprised by how much I enjoyed it and um, so yeah, and do you know what? It, it stands up on rewatch. Is he's, he's a better character in films where he's not the main character, if that makes sense. So like he's better in yeah, yeah. Um, Infinity War and, and Endgame, but it, it's a really good setup um, for him as a character. So yeah, enjoyed that, and that's the only one that I've watched on my own.
1: I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with the sequel. Because, like, Lord knows when the fuck that's actually coming out now. Um, You know, will it be 2021 or will it be 2022? But that'll be an awful long time between Doctor Strange films. Um, And I kind of wonder whether they might go for spectacle over the character in the next one. Because of, like, you know, how much character can you really get out of Doctor Strange? Why can't he just be a bit a bit of like like he is in Avengers he can just be a bit of a stalwart and just yeah. like he doesn't necessarily have to grow all that much he can just be kind of reacting to the things around him I'd be fine with that
2: That's strange the one, though that they said that it's going to be a bit more horror movie. Mm, y
3: they said that yeah. Yeah they said you out now, you?
1: Yeah, I mean they said that but then Scott Derrickson dropped out and so, but then again they got Sam Raimi so, okay. who 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 knows? Who knows? Um. Also, actually, just while I'm talking about Sam Raimi, um, shout out to um guy I Twitter with quite a lot, uh, Rob Savage, who um is directing a film to be produced by Sam Raimi, uh, which is pretty huge. Um, he's a friend of Brad's. Um, he basically who I kind of know him through um he's also got he um he made a like a found uh, a, a zoom horror short uh, a couple months back uh which gained some traction and he's now made a like a zoom horror film which is going to be on shudder at the end of the month um and yeah he seems to be going places uh made, uh, made a short uh, dawn of the death a couple years back as well and um just uh yeah i i i don't know whether Rob would ever listen to this, but if he does, um, really rooting for you, it's uh, fucking hell. Like, getting a film produced by Sam Raimi, that's a hell of a thing. Um, so, yeah, yeah, very cool. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Um, why didn't you want to watch Doctor Strange, Mark? Do you not like spending time with your wife?
3: Uh, I've seen it twice, <laughs> uh, and that is all the amount of times that anyone needs to see Doctor Strange. It, 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 it's just not that interesting.
2: I think it's very much setting up the character. Once you know the setup of the character, it's like there's no need to deal with fucking Bruce Wayne's death in movies anymore because everybody fucking knows that now. But they keep on fucking doing it. But I suppose it's similar kind of vibe to that, isn't it? It's a it's an
3: origin story. It is, but it, it I just I don't care about the character, is what I would say there. I don't. I, I, I don't. I, I, Doctor Strike is very much a, a one watch movie for me. I enjoyed it the first time I watched it, and the second time I watched it, I enjoyed it considerably less. Therefore, I'm not going to watch it a third time.
2: That was fair. But now we've got Guardians two to watch. Yeah. That's the next one along.
3: Yeah, Guardians two. I thought it was later. I we played it, it was later, but it's not now. Nice. Yeah. I thought the Spider-Mans were earlier, but they're not. Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah, we've got Guardians 2, and I think then it's Spider-Man. Yeah. With Spider-Man?
1: Why do you keep on saying Spider-Man? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
2: Peter Spider-Man.
1: Yeah. Spider-Man.
2: yeah.
1: Spider-Man. Oh, God. Wow. Fucking hell. Sorry. I've just seen what Tesla's share price was and, my God, I kind of wish I didn't sell my shares now. Anyway. Um
2: what, You
3: watched on your own? No. no. I've, had a bad, I've had a bad week for watching movies. I think we're having the new TV. <laughs> I think I should have watched more. Probably. But I've actually watched probably less. Yeah. We've
2: watched
3: quite a bit of Suns, though, haven't we? We've watched a bit of Suns. We've not had time. Of, it's been a weird, weird week of not having time. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. took
3: us fucking two days to watch Fallout.
2: It
3: is. It is. So, yeah, so what but, else did you watch? Come on, let's go. We watched Mission Impossible Fallout because we yeah watched- you did. How <laughs> is it in 4K Dolby Vision and Stereo Atmos? Well, that's it. You see, we we were like, right, new TV, and in the same way as when you get a new TV or you, know, you get a new, when well, you've got your first DVD player, you get a, you know, your first fucking like, Blu-rays, what like that, you've got to go right, pick your movie. You can't just watch a random movie.
0: You've got
2: to pick the first one.
3: You've got to pick the first one, and so it was like, right, it has to be something that's in Dolby Vision, so it has to be some of 4K, and also I, I had to be something in Atmos uh, because we've got both those things now, so it made sense to test drive it using one of those things. But then it was also it was like, right, but it then also has to be something that you're gonna get the spectacle of it mm. that you're gonna be able to appreciate um and so i thought right i also need to counter in the fact that i've got to get becky on board with this as <laughs> well <laughs> so i was going through all the um the 4k movies that we have on itunes and then went oh oh here we go mm-hmm. fallout is on it uh and i think the minute i suggested fallout to you you were like right yes let's do this if you
2: do if you 4K
3: to uh, Fallout to me on the old TV though, Mark kind I mean Yeah, but but this and yeah. I knew I, I, movie, knew I could choice. get you or oh, on board with this. Um, so and this is maybe my fourth watch of Fallout, and I think maybe our fifth or sixth.
0: Maybe.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I will still maintain that that Fallout it, that this movie, if it wasn't a Mission Impossible movie. And it was just a a very big budget movie that they released it around Christmas time. I think that this movie would have been in the running for awards category stuff. Mm. But because it's action cinema, it's seen as blockbuster cinema, which isn't awards worthy. The cinematography on this film is incredible. At points, it is a stunning looking movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an awful lot of lens flare in it though. I didn't notice that as much previously mm. uh, it looks amazing in in, in in 4k it was a great like all right yeah I can I can see this I can see why this is a it, it, it's a jump up um, the Atmos takes a, a little bit of time to get used to I think
2: yeah I didn't
3: find that quite as noticeable as you did I, I found it noticeable but I found it it was it's you're retuning your ears to a different type of sound, mm. to a, a different way that sound is put towards you, um, in the sense that it was you picking out more things mm. from it. So you're you're noticing bits that you maybe didn't notice before. Yeah, what and, was a,
2: a blur of sound before. is a bit more defined. Yeah,
3: it's a bit more defined yeah. that is there. So in a weird, but w- in a weird way, it it was actually it, it's. Quieter, whilst also being louder, and, and really that sounds not makes no sense, but it, it, it is in the sense that it's not all this noise thrown at you; it's pockets of noise thrown at you, yeah, around, and that's really interesting mm. uh, for that. And I really, I found that that really it, it's
2: it, easy it, to pick out dialogue in, in yeah. noisy scenes, isn't it? Like a bit when they're on the plane,
3: yeah, and you could pick it out quite nicely, and mm. it, it, it looks like that. Um, so yeah, it, 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 I mean, Fallout is a it is a, a, a such a high quality film. Mm. Uh, in terms of just the way it's... Not just the way it's made, but it, the whole... The the evolution of that character post, I would say, post number
2: three,
3: mm. um, where almost like... It, it almost has like a soft reboot within itself, yeah. the franchise. Um, and the fact that... He, it's quite clever in the fact that he's getting older. Mm. And so he does get his ass handed to him sometimes. Um,
2: still take care of himself. He still
3: like get, take care of himself, but he does get that, and, and I, I'm very much in for what they're gonna do next. Oh
2: yeah, of course,
3: yeah. Yeah, I, I do think it, it's gonna be what is it? I'm also very in for what Christopher uh, McQuarrie is gonna do next. It isn't a Mission Impossible, but you get the feeling like what he's doing is he's gonna bank another Mission Impossible maybe even another two, and then go to the studio and go, you know what i made those four back-to-back nearly billion dollar movies for? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I should have like 200 million just to do a passion project.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, Macquarie's interesting, isn't he? Because it's um, with the kind of like non- IP stuff, he's relatively untested. I mean, at least as a director for a while, but you'd like to think it would be, like, just give me 50 million and I can kind of do what I want and yeah. we'll, we'll see how it goes. But I don't know, Cruz will produce it and he'll have a supporting role. You know? And, and,
3: and... There'll be people who want to be in it.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, to be fair, once he's done these nakes too, I'd like to think he'd just take a fucking break. <laughs> yeah, you know um, but we'll, we'll we'll see what happens I mean he seems to be Tom Cruise's guy so he'll probably rope well, he's it, it, co-wrote Top Gun Maverick hasn't he yeah quite quite. Um, I like that Cruise is just basically like yeah I'll just make stuff with Doug Lyman uh, Christopher McQuarrie and Joseph Kaczynski don't really need to do things with anybody else I mean there'll probably come a time where he'll be like yeah I wouldn't mind an Oscar um <laughs>
2: He's got a film in development called Rubicon, described as a modern take on the Seven Samurai set in Afghanistan with US Navy SEALs defending villagers from raiding Taliban forces. Yeah.
3: But is that directed by Todd Phillips? That's, no, that, 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 that's, that's Macquarie.
1: Okay, fair enough. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I, that, that, that sounds cracking. Why not?
3: But that's it. I, I think Cruise is, it's almost like he's gone, do you know what? Go back and I've worked with I've worked with Kubrick. I've worked with Paul Thomas Anderson. I've worked with Martin Scorsese. You know, I, I've, I've worked with Francis Ford Coppola. I, I, I've ticked off. I've worked with Tony Scott. I, I, I ticked off a lot of the big directors. Mm. But now I'm wanting to do. i have just wanted to do like the, rather than do a lot of films. I'm just wanting to do one film every two or three years. Mm. Some
2: of the trivia on. On this film is 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 mental. Baller. Some of the stunts, yeah. Yeah. Um, like the one where he has to do the turn when he's driving and he drives on the steps and he has to turn at the bottom. Yeah. And um, and it's put. They it did four tapes Three of the tapes were perfect. And the last ten degrees of the turn, he had to turn the steering wheel, step on the clutch, and put the car into first gear in the air. Stunt drivers train their entire lives to do something like that.
3: He's. The weird thing about Cruz is he just—he seems like the type of guy who, once he gets it into his head that he that he wants to do something, that's it. Yeah. And if he and he's the type of guy who has the power in terms of for he has the control and the capacity to be able to go right. No, if this takes me three months, twelve hours a fucking day to nail this and to work out how to do it, I'll do it.
2: Ah, this is another one. So the Halo stunt. Yeah. Uh, rescuing another person in freefall while skydiving is very difficult. Alan Hewitt says that it takes accelerated freefall instructors over 1,000 jumps to get it right, and something like 70% of the people who try to qualify at the instructor level fail. Tom had just 100 jumps to perfect this.
3: It's, uh, I it's a, check, a, I think it's a just a thing of just, there's no coincidence that, that often these type of people get to be the absolute best of the best, best, of the best at what they do, mm. and it is—it's you can get it with a lot of major sports uh, stars. Mm. Often there will be people who have uh, the same technical attributes as them, mm. but it's—it's it's a complete mindset thing. Yeah,
2: it's mentality. Isn't it?
3: Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's that. Um, but yeah, Mission Impossible thought remains. Amazing. We're gonna I'm gonna try and get a lot more watched this week now I've got T V and time.
2: I mean we've got quite a few seasons of Sons of Anarchy to get
3: on I would like watch watching films though. Yeah. I still wanna watch Crimson Time.
2: I want to play Last of Us Two as well, that's some point. That's fine.
3: You can do that while I watch Polly movie upstairs. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. don't
1: need to watch a Publi Shaw movie on that T V. No.
2: You could, r- you could rub sand in your eyes and still probably get a better experience.
3: Paul and are in I'm going to look and find out while Ian tells us what he's been watching. Okay, get back to us. Um, Jesus. Um,
1: yeah. Okay, so I have got a few this week. Um, we watched. Um, well, realised while watching it, that I'd seen it before. Sisters. Um, watched it with um, Donna uh, just on Netflix on Friday night. We were literally looking through Netflix. And it was just like. Uh, let's let's stick this on I quite like sisters I forgot how much of it is like it's over half the film is just like the party they do where they're kind of r- trying to relive their past glory and yeah it's fun like really good like Friday night throwaway fodder uh more than enough funny bits in it to justify their like two hour running time um don't have much more to say about it it's just yeah uh, quite enjoyed my time with it frankly um sorry, and it also is at, one, sorry, go
2: one on. second I've, I've had some pictures sent through to me from work for a fire that we've installed and they've taken some pictures of it after and they've installed the tv into the chimney breast and it's just lots of fucking shots of fast and furious why have <laughs> they sent fast and furious on to take the fire pictures
1: because why wouldn't you <laughs>
3: it's so random it's it- it's like they've been taking photos, like at specific,
2: at specific points. points. Yeah.
3: This isn't all from like a continuation of scenes.
2: Fast forward. We need to get that one of him and the kid. How
3: fucking weird. It is it? An odd Flex that they put on Fast and Furious,
2: isn't it? I'm gonna send you these Ian. Yeah, go on, <laughs> do
3: it.
2: Craziness.
3: Um, I can confirm that there is no current uh, um Polish or movies in fucking. Oh,
2: good. Nor
1: will there ever be
3: because the world's a broken place. (laughs) It
1: just gets worse. Um, Yeah, uh, with Sisters as well, it's weird, because right at the end, it's like, Happy Christmas! And then at the end, they play a Christmas song, and it's like, the rest of the film has not taken place at Christmas at all. Like It's this last bit, it's like six months later, have a look at the release date, Oh, it came out in like Christmas 2015. Fair enough then. And it's so fucking disingenuous because it's like, okay, the only reason why you you have set this bit at the end of Christmas it, it, at, at Christmas is because it's ending at Christmas. Wow, that's a big TV, isn't it? How about it. is that the Fast Nine trailer? Yeah, it is. I think it could be. Yeah. No, no, it is because John Cena's in that last one. And he's with his kid, isn't he?
3: Right,
2: it's still odd though.
1: I mean yeah, it's odd. And that T V is fucking huge. <laughs> oh, you see they've only just put it up as well because 'cause you've got the one for all wall bracket at the like the the side on the right in the one photo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do
2: you want the rest of the pictures? I can send you the rest of the pictures.
1: With
3: the what with the bracket on it. <laughs> with
2: the um with the install. Wait. No, you're alright. No, you're getting them though.
3: <laughs> okay,
1: fine. Um God that's not an- that's a nice looking TV, mind. need to get
2: a telephone and we can give
1: him a set Say up. No, you're right. Just tell him that I thought it was a nice. It was a nice looking TV and fireplace is okay, I suppose. Um, where was I? Uh, so also watched uh Daylight. Uh, the uh, Rob Cohen directed Sylvester Stallone. Yes. Uh, tunnel gets fucked up film so I was um, yeah i i I've, I've now seen this i've now seen this film twice uh once when i rented it in the late 90s and now and uh yeah it's fine um sylvester stallone is a happy-go-lucky taxi driver who becomes an ex- firefighter with tragedy in his past um kind of wanted him to just be a happy-go-lucky like a taxi driver who was really enthusiastic about rescue um but never mind i my even though my favorite part of this film is that literally they send him down there with no plan oh hello Hello. oh okay cool sorry so it's basically there are all these people down here there's this one way to get down there no way to get back up there's no real hint of an exit and he's just going to go down there to essentially show solidarity yeah that um, cost
3: 80 million dollars
1: yeah and I mean you know it, it, it looks the part enough and I like that you know after the initial explosion they're obviously not relying on CG all that much um, but I, I yeah and I, I mean uh, uh, the dog the dog survives Yay. Which, which is great I was very, very, very worried about the dog. Um, I'm going to be worried about dogs in films until the day I die at this point. Um, and even thinking about that dog swimming away and then you don't see it again for about 10, 15 minutes is making me sad. Um, yeah, it's, it's daylight. I don't really have a lot more to say. I mean, Sage Stallone's in it and he's fine. And there are other actors in it and they are fine. Danielle Harrison is, is in it. She's all right. Um, and then it ends. Yeah, um, it, It's one of those in one eye out the other films that is not terrific, but never has any so bad. It's good moments to it either. Um, it, it's a perfectly adequate down the line three out of five. Yep. And Dan Hidayah has a mustache.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Dan Hidayah does have a mustache, in it, doesn't he?
1: <laughs> oh yes. And uh, speaking of three out of fives, Scoob. <laughs> so, Scoob. Uh, this was destined for theatrical release and then didn't happen, and it's now out to rent for the princely sum of thirteen ninety nine on iTunes. Uh, and it's fine um weirdly overqualified voice cast uh, well so I, I maybe not overqualified but just dive um, weird so will forte is shaggy um frank welker is scooby and he's given a lot to do and that's great love frank welker Zach efron is fred uh Amanda Seyfried is Daphne, Gina Rodriguez is Velma, and Jason I- uh, Jason Isaacs is Dick Dastardly and Tracy Morgan is Captain Caveman. <laughs> uh and oh Mark Wahlberg's in it as well. I forgot about him. Um I it's it just I don't know. It's it's just a really odd duck. It's just aggressively that happened. Um it's absolutely fine while it's on. And I mean Lottie had a really good time with it, to be fair. And it's fine. It's not like it's not aggressively stupid. Um it it's just, it's utterly unmemorable. Um I don't know. It
3: it's Ninety four minutes though, so you know, gets in, gets its shit done, gets the fuck out.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah, to be fair, it does. And I mean, I I don't know, Dick Dastardly, spoiler alert, his whole plot is basically because he wants to try and get Muttley back from another dimension. And again, dude likes his dog. I feel it. But it wasn't as affecting as the dog in daylight. So, (laughs) hey. Um... I mean, it, it's sweet in moments. It, it's got a couple of good laughs in it, um, but yeah, I don't know. It it kind of feels like if it came out theatrically, it'd be like, yeah, that was alright. Made a couple hundred million worldwide and fucked off.
3: It 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 now holds the it, it is the new holder of the record for the biggest BOD opening weekend, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah, it overtook Trolls 2. Wow, really? Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I'm... Yeah, I, had a, well, I haven't released uh, their official figures yet, to how much it made. But um, all of the so iTunes, Prime, Google Play, and all of those have all said it, they had yeah, bigger figures for them than Trolls 2.
1: No, I mean, fair play. It's you know, in the end of the day, I mean, God, could you imagine if the next Pixar film came out on premium VOD, how much that fucker would make? like I mean, Disney are ever so slightly in a little bit of the corner now because they've so aggressively pushed Disney Plus that it's like, do they have room for PVOD? The answer is probably no. If
3: if if they went, if they then went, oh. We're gonna give you the new Pixar movie for only uh, direct to your home for an, only an extra fifteen pounds. it will be a bit like, wait a minute, I get to rent it. I'm gonna you six quid a month, and I and you don't update stuff very often, and then you want me to pay extra money for something that you're actually gonna give me for free at some point. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that's
1: the that 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 that's the difficulty that they have now it's like rise of skywalker literally went on disney plus like a week after it came out on 4k like disc um frozen 2 took a bit longer but it was still only a couple of months so it's i mean if if anything i mean just going back to the previous conversation i could see disney holding a line with mulan because
3: it's just like we kind of need cinemas to open again because we've got product we need to fucking show that, I um, there's also, I think, with Disney Plus at the moment, there's also a, a, a little bit of an element of they need. If they don't keep updating their content, mm. you know, people are already saying that Netflix, you don't update your content enough. Yeah, you keep dropping your own shows, yeah, but your general content, there's there seems to be as much going off as there is going on, and it, it the rotation isn't as good, you know. Uh, Prime just nobody fucking knows what's going on with that because the interface is just a fucking car crash. Yeah, it's horrible. Um, I think mean, that's the interesting thing going back to the 4K thing. Uh, I haven't. The, it, I think it has picked up your algorithm Ian because I've searched. There is no, there is no um, like band that comes across that says movies in 4K. No. But I did search UHD movies, and it brought up a load that were there. And it was quite interesting. It's like, hang on a minute, you've got Moon in four K, but you're not and you've got the um has fallen movies in four K. Why are these in like a fucking section?
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Um mm. it's just an oddity there. But it's just Disney need to they can't just go, Oh, this is everything you're getting. All right, brilliant, they a find out in month. What else am I getting? This. But what else am I getting? You're gonna get Frozen two in a few months. Okay. Are you gonna put anything else new on there? Well, they've got what they've
2: got. No. but uh, no, they've got I
3: mean,
1: loads more. That's the problem. Uh, I mean, th- th- this is the this is the thing. I think Disney have basically said, oh, everyone will subscribe to us because everybody wants our back catalogue, and it's a bit like. It, I mean, it it kind of it it kind of corresponds with my theory that film is dying, but. Nobody wants, nobody really wants the catalogue stuff. No, it kind of feels like people are no longer bothered about I want to have the ability to watch Star Wars whenever the fuck I want. I it's more, that. what I, I, What have you done for me lately? I
3: don't think it's even that. I, I think it's, I think there's a little bit of an element of Disney have got a lot of hubris for what they've got, but it's a bit like, hang on a minute, yeah, we get your catalogue, but it, it's, it's not as many movies as you think it is. Uh. you know and some of this stuff people have already had you know people in the UK have it on Sky. all the, all the, you know, a lot of the Disney movies were on there, a lot of the Marvel movies were on there a lot of the Star Wars movies were on there it's like, right so I'm still going to pay that for that, the amount I'm paying for that and now you want to charge me extra for something that you included I don't, and it it's that you, you have to. They're going to need to start dropping stuff, but then they've they've, they've not actually got that much else to drop. No. It's, well, a, I mean, it's a really odd conundrum that they've, they've, they've kind of done is they've opened the gate and gone right, come and have a look at all this, and then people have gone. I mean, we have seen all this before. Mm. I don't just want to keep wandering around.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, this, this is this is the thing we're starting to get to corona really having an impact on what's being made because like disney plus they've got falcon and the winter soldier and wandavision and falcon and the winter soldier had to stop filming when corona hit i don't know how fucking far along wandavision had got um but it's like they they kind of need wandavision to come out around about the same time as the dr strange film because scarlet witch is kind of apparently key to the, that film yeah um and uh yeah i mean it, it so now in the autumn i don't know what's going on with mandalorian whether they've finished season two or not but at the moment what have they actually got big for the winter and i mean like god forbid there is a a, a real massive second spike and people are stuck indoors again you know it's what content is there going to be are people really gonna want to see stand-up comedians doing remote things with celebrities in their homes who don't really have anything to promote anymore because the product that they filmed has run out
3: okay. um it, it, it's all i think that the, the, the streaming wars are going to take a little bit of a hit with this
2: mm-hmm. i
1: mean it's yeah i don't know i mean it's 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 fascinating and
3: it's i think is it, if, if... If they win, and they, it, it, it will never happen, but I'm still going to posit at the if factor, oh. but, it, but I accept that this will not happen. If they literally have a Disney Plus, um, and they had it as a Disney Plus After Dark, like a fucking Hollywood After Dark thing, yeah. where you paid an extra two quid a month, and you got access to all of the Touchstone stuff and all of the Fox stuff, mm. Then it would be, do you know what? Fuck it, fine, yeah. But they're not going to do that because yeah, Disney are so protective of their brand. Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, it's interesting because, like, you look at
1: New Mutants and why isn't that on Disney Plus? And it's like it probably because it would be a fifteen in the UK. Yeah. Like it's, it, I, I, I think it is that. If there was any inkling. That it would be getting above PG 13 or a 12A, then that's why they're saying it will be in cinemas. Otherwise, why the fuck don't they just release that on, on Disney Plus at this time? Because they need content. What was the last new thing to come on there? Fucking Artemis Fowl. Yeah. You know, I'd like, I mean, you've got the one and only Ivan, which to be fair, I think is about a big ape. So I'll watch it. That's coming out um, on Disney Plus August 14th. But aside from that there's 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 nothing um yeah i don't know man i mean it just and again it it, it's all very depressing but it's just like cinemas have gotta start showing something and filming has got to start on some things because otherwise that you know things are gonna run out and what what the fuck is winter TV gonna consist of you know on on streaming services I mean you've got the award season films that haven't come out yet but who the fuck knows when award seasons gonna be um yeah I don't know it's um it it's it's the hell of a thing and it, quite frankly video games have got the big like they could be the next big cultural force now just because those fuckers can be made without anyone talking to fucking anyone you know it's uh, yeah we're, we're still
3: now unhinged in a few weeks
1: i mean but are, yeah i mean hopefully but are we i mean they keep on taking they keep on taking these fucking dates away from us you know i mean like shit it was supposed to come out this friday and then it was supposed to come out in two weeks time which is when unhinged is supposed to come out is it though you know i mean this is the thing it's like if tenet gets pulled now to the other it does unhinged go fuck it let's come out let's be let's this, let's have this russell Crowe road rage film just be the thing in cinemas i really hope so do they dare yes do they dare but then, I mean, like, the thing is, though, then, okay, that comes out on the 31st of July. Then what the fuck else do you have until whatever is next? That that That's the thing now. Like, there's got to be. And once that tap starts dripping, it will pour. You know, once someone actually says, right, I am coming out on this date. You'll have other things come out as well. I mean, Bill and Ted Face the music supposed to be coming out in August. Um, Alex Winter had that weird tweet out saying, "We don't want to. We don't want to release in a way that's going to put uh, people's lives at risk." And it's like, mate, to be fair, if you're coming out in August, you gonna you. You know, there is going to be a risk there. It's not that there, there, there will always be a risk. It's what percentage risk is livable that's what everything is coming down to at this point for how fucking how much shops supermarkets offices all that all all that stuff can can be covid safe there is a risk what is the risk now that people are happy with to continue going about in some sort of normality
3: that's what we that's all gonna be judged i think isn't it
1: This, I mean, you know, it's it's how it is now, and I mean, I don't know, like fucking what a tangent this is, but you look at Florida, fifteen thousand new cases in a day. What we need to be looking at there is how many fucking deaths are happening
3: a week or two after. That's it. Yeah, the 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 infection rate and the death rate are, are two very different things. You, that's what needs to be looked at. I think cinemas, to be honest, I I I, I can't see cinemas in the UK going past. I think I, I think they're opening on the thirty-first, no matter what. Now, yeah. Uh, I think,
2: mean, it, if anything new comes out, to be perfectly honest, I'll go watch classic content. I
3: think I think there'll be a lot of that. I think there'll be a lot of. I mean, City World have all have all already upped the list. the list of films that they're going to release. Yeah. Um, of, of, um, classic film releases, they've already upped that list. Um, and that even taken into account the fact that they've also added a re-release of Inception, a re-release of the Dark Knight trilogy, etc. into that as well.
2: So you can't book anything though, can you?
3: No, you can't. It'll be, it'll be a couple of weeks, yeah. They, they don't know whether they're
1: opening. Like, honestly, for all this fucking talk about Tenet being the film that opens cinemas, in the UK it's unhinged. Yeah if 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 unhinged makes two weeks friday
3: the world opens yeah i'm looking at I, I can't think of a more perfect way to go back to the cinema
1: <laughs> no but i mean no i mean it, but that's it though and i mean like if you've got the dark knight trilogy in IMAX if you got interstellar in IMAX you know that that's some fucking that's com- some compelling shit that's oh, a good week. even though just breaking now, uh, C- the Californian governor has ordered a statewide closure of indoor movie theaters and restaurants. Okay. So uh, there's that. Um, these studios are gonna. Have to, to. It, it is starting to come to the point where these studios are gonna have to go. Do we just cut the US off?
3: Yeah.
2: It's
3: not the only
2: yeah, or market, do. Is it? Sorry. Hang on a sec. Sorry, I'm across the other side of the room. I think it's not the only market, is it? They can't just the world of movies can't stop just because America. Shit. <laughs>
1: I mean, I mean, this is this is the question at this point, though, isn't it? It's like people have been talking for years about how the international box office is becoming a bigger and bigger and bigger thing. And now it's, you know, do they rely on the international box office to just get some money in and open up cinemas? And then it's basically as soon as US ones are ready to open again, here's a fuckload of product.
2: They can VOD it in the US, though, can't they?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and, and that's it. It's like exhibitors gonna have they are going to they're gonna have to come to those kinds of agreements with the distributors just saying, like, look, we're sorry, you're not going to have Tenet, but if we're open worldwide and, you know, you're, like, I mean, AMC own Odeon, I want to say, no, Regal own Odeon, no, AMC own Odeon, Regal own, um, uh, have Cineworld or something like that, it's like, if you can get your international chains moving then that's going to give you some money and then you open up when you can open up you know it, it, it is going to become something like that because otherwise what the fuck i mean odian may as well just fucking close their doors again they you know they can't just play classic products for a month um it, it, it just it doesn't work it's it's fascinating and i mean it is the it kind of feels to me like whether cinemas are a going concern like may well be decided in the next month or so um that might sound hyperbolic and i hope it is i hope i'm chatting shit but it's coming a time now where the next time films get delayed it's going to be tbd
3: Can cinemas afford that? Yeah. I think it's gonna be a big it's gonna be a big step I think. I I, I do think they will going open on the thirty first no matter what. It's I think they'll go, up, they'll go up big with classic films. <sighs>
2: well, like I said, so. they were they were supposed to be showing a double bill of Blade Runner in twenty forty nine. Yeah, right?
3: I are gonna make a bigger deal of these things. Mm.
1: That's the thing, though. I mean, like, I could see that kind of thing happening, you know. Um, but I mean, it's like, uh, world was so. We are opening July tenth. Uh, like, we'll play classic films for, um, a, a, you know, a, a week or two, and then we'll have Mulan, and then we'll have Tenet, and then it, and then as soon as they got pushed, it was like, yeah, okay, we're not opening. You know, they know that they can't last a week or two, on just classic content like the um, box office results for the UK came out uh, a few hours back number one was Empire Strikes Back it made 50 grand
3: where's that even
1: open (laughs) Uh, no I mean like there's um, Odeon's open in the UK uh, showcase uh, or in England showcase is open There there are places playing films um but Cineworld haven't opened um and a, a, like most of the indies have not opened and i mean fair fucking play why would they um yeah i don't know it's uh it's all very very worrying um but anyway greyhound Who's this directed by? It's written by a man who doesn't like streaming services. <laughs> it's directed and by it's di- Aaron Schneider. It's directed by Aaron Schneider. It stars Tom Hanks, Stephen Graham. Chet Hanks is in this motherfucker. Um Rob Morgan. Yep, he was in the credits at
3: the end. Oh, they're Miss Chet. How did I miss the most bro-man like, in the world? He literally,
1: yeah, he plays Bushnell. He plays bro in real life. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's pretty he's pretty broy. He's the human um, bro. Fucking hell. So, he was in a fair few episodes of Empire. He was in the US Shameless. Uh fucking hell. He yes, was in he was in the top, Josh Trank Africa Fantastic edible. Four. What he you said? He was in the Josh Trank Fantastic Four. He was um Jamie Bell's brother in it.
3: Fucking hell.
1: Wow wee. That is um wow. That's crazy. Uh no, fair play. Um I mean, he's got a SAG card. He's probably got insurance through SAG. That's nice. Good for him. Um, Thomas Kretschmann plays the uh, the guy who does the German voice on the radio. And he's like really fucking depressing and creepy. Um, so this is a story of um, ships crossing the Atlantic, uh, trying to uh, head to Allied shores and uh, being under the almost constant threat of, threat of German U-boats. Tom Hanks is Captain Krause, uh, who has to try and uh, get everybody to safety on his first command. Uh, Mark, what did you think of Greyhound?
3: Um, it wasn't what I expected, to be honest. Did um, you expect something interesting. I I expected something bigger in terms of scale, anything like that. But I actually quite liked the fact that it was quite small scale, and it was all about just one journey essentially. And it was all that, and the vast majority of it was all set on what was going on on um, on Greyhound. I I I really quite liked that, and that it didn't go for. It wasn't set over like, weeks or months or anything like that. It was basically set over a night. Um, I, I really like that aspect of it. Um, I like the fact that Tom Hanks essentially wrote a movie where he basically said, I'm the only person who people will be able to remember was in this movie.
2: <laughs>
3: the rest of you are literally just not Tom Hanks in this.
2: That one radio guy was good.
3: And Stephen Graham was good. There's good performances in it. But Tom Hanks doesn't care about this. No, he doesn't. Um, Do
2: you know what he does, doesn't care about either? His onion sandwich. His onion sandwich.
3: His what half an what, onion what sandwich. sandwich. What the fuck was that I don't know.
2: That literally looked like half an onion between two slices of bread.
3: Did it? Is is, is that your... What about their haircuts, Becky? Did
2: we, no, but this is a genuinely like... Is that something they ate during World War Two?
3: I doubt it. Mm. I doubt it.
2: And, right... Tom Hanks should have had binocular holding training prior to this fucking movie. Who holds them like that? It's just fucking weird.
3: You'll get your turn. Um, but yeah, I, I liked it. I, I like the fact that literally you get like the the preamble about how you know that he's there and what's going on and bits like that. And then you get the first sort of interaction of him, you know, post onion sandwich um, there and. There's a good like twenty odd minutes of what essentially is like battle scene, um, and they're just barking shit around at people, and I'm watching it going, I don't know what any of these words mean, but it is really quite tense. <laughs> uh, and then that just kind of continued, and I like it. it. It bagged in the middle quite a lot for me, uh, but yeah, I I I really quite liked it. I thought it looked really good. I would have happily watched this in a cinema. Um, so yeah, I was. Like that. I'm. All, I think it's also helped by the fact that I am terrified of anything set at sea. So, yeah, anytime
2: they show the sea, you're like no. So
3: anytime they show like being like shot by like, the sea and like the fucking ships are just like essentially like rocking up and down on it and these massive things, I was like grabbing nope, don't like that, don't like that. When that ship passed beside, I was like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, I, you didn't like
3: that, did you? No. No, not at all. Literally get say to Becky, this is why I do not go on boats.
1: Well, in case you're downed by a German U-boat.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'll be honest,
3: something I would worry about if I was on a boat, whether U-boats randomly falling off... I would want to be in the centre point of that boat, the dead fucking centre, and I would stand there holding on to things, going, I can't fall here.
2: If you hit a glacier or something like that, then you'd be you'd be like right Fuck. in the middle.
3: Fuck Name me one boat story that doesn't end in tragedy. I think of it. There you fucking go. Which leads me to believe scientifically, all boats sink. It is. But yeah, I quite enjoyed Greyhound. That's good. Yeah. I did not. Yeah. Go on. Go on, Bex.
2: I was so bored during this movie. There was there was three bits that were like, ooh. One was the intrigue of the onion sandwich. One was the the, the massive flex of when the um when the U-boats come up out of the water and they've just got really threatening fucking like emblems or logos or whatever.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I I was keen for that. That is, that is a, that a flex. And I, I I enjoyed that. Um, And shit, what was the other interesting bit? Oh, I was quite amused by the fact that the, um, the one guy kept coming and going, you've missed another meal, sir, here's a sandwich. Like all the way through, just try to get Tom Hanks to eat. That just made me chuckle every time he came on screen. And that, that was it really for me. For, for, being, for being interested in it I, I was really 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 bored I almost willed myself to sleep so that's that's all I've got to say on it really because I don't want to shit on it because I can understand why people would like it, it's just not for me Fair enough. weird jargony fucking bullshit World War 2 movies set on a boat are clearly not my wheelhouse
3: what do you think Ian? I quite liked it. I'm
2: <laughs> a
1: Thing is, I'm completely falling into a stereotype here. There's been a lot of people talking about how this is a dad film. And it is a dad film. It's like, yeah. I like it because I'm,
2: I'm not a dad. It could be, yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, I mean th- th- this is the thing. It's. I'm fine with that. You know, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. I I, I want to be entertained. I want to see Tom Hanks be really dedicated and really want to go to sleep but know that he can't. I want Tom Hanks to pine after his lost love of Elizabeth Shue. Um And I want Tom Hanks to be respected. And i got all of that in this film.
3: I, I, I would love to be the person who was... If, 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 if. It was gonna agent where it went, Oh Liz, yeah, give me the new Tom Hanks movie, it's a big war movie called Greyhound and it's gonna be it's gonna be about you know, the ships and that what is it and you're gonna play his he, he, love interest and it's gonna go all right, alright, yeah, yeah and then she got the script and went I mean one scene Like Yeah part's been written down a little bit. You were taking up too much of Tom's time.
1: Yeah, I mean it's um, uh, yeah, I mean that that scene may as well not be there. It's it, it's odd. It's like it's all it's almost really weird, re- weird pandering by old studio execs saying, "Hey, get Elizabeth Shue in there. That'll bring the ladies in." Um, whereas you know the the film itself doesn't necessarily like need that character. Um it was just weirdly for how tense I honestly thought it was at times it felt like a big hug of a film it's like Tom Hanks is there to tell you that shit things happen in the world but that everything is going to be okay it's what he did in beautiful day in the neighborhood <laughs> um and I yeah I it's that's fine and I'll be honest I would have liked. I would have liked to have seen this on a big screen.
3: I would. So have, I, I can
2: cut.
3: Yeah, go on. I, I would have. I, I thought it had a lot of sort of scale and a lot of you know the the the, the had some nice shots within it. You know the. the I think you were saying there, Bex, like the the, the, the German U boats, which which let's be honest, I think we can admit, kind of looked quite badass.
2: They were cool. They were, they were cool. They looked like blades going through the sea with. Fucking wolves on the side. Yeah. they were
3: cool. It was like I
2: it, would be scared. You look
3: at, are go, uh, uh, going, I oh, no, they're bad eggs, but that's a fucking cool looking wolf. That the
2: de- the, the destroyers look like frumpy bitches in comparison. It
3: is, yeah. 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 It was, it, yeah, it was a little bit like that. Yeah, yeah.
2: Do you reckon what's his name designed the logos? You know, the man that designed the the uniforms.
3: Chet, Chet. Hanks. Chet. No. Chet, Chet did that no. Chet got his mate his sick mate to come and spray that for him
2: No, like in real life
3: you know, No, that's that's what happened uh, in real life Chet's mate sprayed that fucking wolf on it
2: I don't think Chet was alive in World War 2 No, like,
3: the ones that they used No, I'm talking about
2: in actual real life not the movie I
3: still think Chet did it the Chet, the Chet Hines Chet. is immortal Chet Hanks is one of the old guards. Is it? Yeah. It's just, he's too bro for it. No, I mean, Chet Hanks
1: is actually Tom Hanks' great-great-grandfather. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it just I actually have a picture of Chet Hanks still on my phone. What? I don't know. Maybe you scroll through your phone, you go, why did I have a picture of that? Why, I clearly saved it to send it to somebody for some reason. And it's a picture of Chet Hanks. And I'm like, I can't delete that for some reason.
2: Did you find it amusing that that that, that, that man kept bringing him sandwiches?
3: He so, was the, really concerned about
2: Tom. He Patch was thinking. really
3: trying to. He kept he, saying that he's not eaten since he came on board.
2: Well, just, uh, at some point you go, I'm just i just going to have to leave it."
3: No, it's his job. You take his job seriously. To I take him
2: onion sandwiches. Yeah.
1: Taking that What's your sandwich? read on the sandwich, Ian? <laughs> I can't say I'm I'm uh, I'm that. Enfroled, um as to the sandwich, um, well, did you as... the sandwich I did notice the sandwich it
2: does look it like an odd sandwich as to the bread doesn't
1: it yes yeah
2: okay
3: that's fine did you think you were imagining it?
2: well I think it seemed weird
1: well they didn't have the, they didn't have that apple money when they were making it did they they did after you were releasing it can you imagine if they had that apple m- money then it would have been the best fucking sandwich you'd ever seen
2: that one you would have been chopped. chopped.
1: Oh, it would have been...
2: It would have been oh. knives. It would have been more like him.
1: There would have been, like, fucking, like, shavings of foie gras on the <laughs> onions. Because, and... <laughs>
2: uh,
1: for some reason, that's the poshest thing I can think of. Um... It kind of—I don't know—it kind of feels like maybe this is a short one, but maybe we're done on Greyhound. It—it just—it kind of does what it says on the tin.
3: Yeah, it—it it, 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 if you've if you've sired a child, uh, then you will like it, I think. If you're a dad, you'll like it. If you're not, probably not. Well. Yeah, yeah. It is—it it, 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 it is the most. Shit, I forgot Father's Day. This is £4 next to the Asda movie of all time.
2: You know you kept asking if I was asleep? Yeah. My brain was going, no, but I'm really trying, really trying. I'll get there.
1: If if you're a man and you like this film and you don't have kids, you do have at least one kid.
3: Yeah, you do. You just don't know it. So start thinking and start thinking... Who could it be? Which one could it be? <laughs> which 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 one did I did I say? Yeah, put one on. Where
1: where, where did I come without thinking about where that come went?
3: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean yeah. You have a child without question. Definitely Just... not shit. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm definitely not shit. On it. Where are you, Bex? Go <laughs> Bex
2: shit because it wasn't shit it just wasn't for me but it wasn't definitely not shit
3: so you touching cloth
2: i don't know because that feels mean to tom hanks Well you
3: can't geostar on it because you didn't think it was good oh shit
1: is this a new rating
3: sounds like it might be
1: so a film where you don't think it's bad you don't think it's good it just wasn't for you is like that a Greyhound?
2: I feel like we've done this one before. I don't think we have done that
1: particular one before.
2: Because no. we've
1: done a Fallout where it's just like nothing will top this.
2: And we've got a um, Suspiria remake.
1: Which yeah.
2: Painlessly shite.
1: Kind of the other way, yeah.
2: I'm sure we came up with one that was, it's not for me, but I can see why people would like it. But if not, it's a Greyhound. So, yes. Yeah, this I don't want to be mean about it because I, I, I get it. World War Two movies are not something I generally enjoy anyway. And then there's all the jargony shit and it's not a, it's not something that interests I
3: liked me. the jargony stuff. I think I would appreciate stuff. it less if I understood the jargony stuff because it might be gobbledygook. It might be complete nonsense. There might be people who, worked, uh, who have worked in the Navy who have gone, none of those are real words, <laughs> right? I, 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 and I'm fine with that. But I don't need to understand if that is real. I mean, that that bit
1: where the um, the sonar guy says the one thing and then Hanks is like, what? and is it this or this? And then he completes it. It's almost like that was real, where that guy was just so in awe of Tom Hanks that he just forgot his line. <laughs> yeah.
3: I like the sonar guy, though. I've seen him in other stuff before. I can't remember what it was.
1: Oh, one of them... Um, was um, Carl Glusman, who was in uh, the Neon Demon, who's Dakota that's Fanning's it. boyfriend. Yeah, yes. uh, he's he's in Debs as well, which I started watching last week. So it was like straight away, it was like, okay, that's the guy from Debs, so that's the guy from Neon Demon. Okay, good. If I hadn't watched Debs, that would have been a hell of a lot more difficult. Yeah,
3: um,
1: and, yeah.
3: our audience poll on it though, uh, Greyhound. Uh... Definitely not shit. Seventy-one percent, and touching cloth twenty-nine percent. There you
1: go. Right, let's have, let's have some Twitter questions.
3: Right, uh, TDP seventy-three. What's a stunt you love to see in films? Mine is a full body burn. I
2: mean, you know mine. I think I think everyone knows mine. I fucking love a good neck break.
3: I like I'm kill rather than a stunt. Well,
2: it's, it's what I'm going with.
3: Mine's a sideswipe.
2: Side swipe. You know when a
3: car swings around oh, and yeah, smashes it into somebody and sends them flying? That. I'm a big fan of the sideswipe.
2: What's that one film where they do like the thing with the car spinning and then they open the door and then they get in? Red 2. That's good, is that? I enjoyed that.
3: It is the good thing about Red 2. Yeah. That is the only thing.
2: I also like oh, I a good gun reload. Does that count as a stunt? Say so, yeah. 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 Like, like a sexy gun reload. And you're like, oh, yeah. Very right Use a gun. Oh, also horse riding. Men riding horses in films.
3: That's not really a stunt.
2: I mean, have you tried to ride a horse? Yes, you have. Did definitely. it end well? No.
3: It well. Is it a stunt? It well at all. No. I, no. I,
2: I, it is. It's
1: got three free, free, free criteria quick, unexpected, Looks like it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so, perfect example. Talked about the film a few weeks back. Police story. Oh. <laughs> that bit at the end of the first action scene where the guy crashes out the front of the double decker bus window and just very quickly falls down and just hits his head. And it turned out that he was supposed... I, I, was it like he was supposed to land on the car, yeah, the, but the, the bus was supposed
3: to hit a car that was placed oh, nice. in front of it. Um, but the brakes worked too well on the bus, and so it ended up jolting forward. And there was a big gap between where it should hit <laughs> the edge of the car and where the bus should be. And so the stuntman just fell out and landed on his head. Luckily, he was all right, but... I mean... I mean, this this comes back to the thing.
1: I think it might have been a Bill Hicks thing back in the day or something. But the whole kind of like, if you're t- like, why not use terminally ill people for stunts in films? Um, like if you're gonna do something, because I I don't know. I think I'd probably be up for it. If if I'm absolutely honest, if I knew, if I knew straight up, I'm gonna fucking die. Well, what the fuck? Right, my Siri just reacted, my Siri just started playing Tribe by Bass and J. J. Cole from an album called Milky. (laughs) That's an odd one. Uh, Anyway, if I knew I was going to die, I'd be like, yeah, man, I'll be like a crash test dummy for films. Why not? Like, let's have a really impressive looking stunt and it turned out that Stuntman died, but he was all right with it.
3: These, it, it's I know. Um, Stallone for years has been campaigning to get um, a, a category in the Academy Awards for either stunt of the year, uh, of the year or um, stunt choreography.
2: Yeah, oh, absolutely. Should
3: uh, what is it? And it does seem like there's a possibility it might start to happen. That it should do. It is. It is it's a. It can make or break a film. It's something that's existed literally since film started mm. um, that has evolved into what it is now. Mm. But it, it, is, it is an art form for oh, it, the really. way that it's done. It's yeah. unbelievable some of the things that these people do and get virtually no recognition for. It
2: might have been it, really. Mm.
3: Yeah, a good sideswipe. There's a very good sideswipe in uh, John Wick 2. Yeah. Yeah, when he's going at the, at the start, where he's going at that the garage uh, that Pete Stollman's got, and he pulls the car in and swings it round and he just swats somebody.
2: <laughs> well, the horse riding bit in that is really good.
3: Not as good as he swats somebody with his car.
2: The anything Tom Cruise does in any Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> it's a fair
3: point. Um, uh, Rick, Kinn, uh, Rick uh regardless of the character's competence, what are your favourite performances as military leaders? E.g., for me, I like George C. Scott in Patton and Humphrey Bogart in the Kane uh, uh, Mutiny. <laughs> That's a different <laughs> movie.
2: <laughs> That's that one film by Wes Anderson.
3: Yes, yes. Well
2: a I do called. of Dogs. That's the one. Um, does what's his name count in idiocracy?
1: <laughs> what? Oh, um, God, Terry Crews. Crews. Yeah. yeah. President Camacho.
3: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's 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 some good ones. Kilgore from um, Apocalypse Now has to be up there. Is
2: that the shouting? No. Yeah, Roddy I wasn't thinking of him. Who? What? Who's the shouty man in Platoon?
3: Oh, probably Emery.
2: Yeah, he's good.
3: Yeah. Uh, but, but
2: yeah. Shouts them in um, boot camp. You're thinking full
3: metal
2: jacket. I'm thinking full metal jacket. Yeah. Do you know I'm on cock hornamol? Just leave me alone. Uh,
3: best, I think, generally best performance uh, as a military leader, I think is Tom Berenger in Platoon. Yeah. I think he Good show. is absolutely incredible in that movie. The fact that that you look at him, there's there's a, there's a scene in that. Um, where it's just after William Defoe's been killed. Mm-hmm. And they're all plotting about they should go, try Sheen's basically we should just go and kill him. Uh, and it turns out that he's literally just sat there listening to it all. <laughs> yeah. And Beric just got a little monologue that he gives out in that that I genuinely think is one of the best moments in cinema. He is terrifying delivering that
2: terrifying
3: in the whole thing and the whole thing is but I think in that it's just it, it, occasionally he actually just managed to tap into something and he got into something there that was just like holy fuck it's captivating to watch you watch it mm-hmm. going this is fucking oh
2: <laughs> would what's his face count in
3: um we've got Richard Craner in um
2: yeah is he ta- he's not really a military leader though, yeah he is
3: he's the colonel yeah. yeah,
2: that's a really
3: good performance. It is actually. There's a lot of saltier. I mean, especially yeah. it, it. You know, there's. I think Richard Creator's performance in the Rambo movies um, oh. gets kind of pulled down a little bit because of the performance possibly in Number Three, where you gets to be a bit more action Rambo. Yeah. Um, which Rambo Three it is it's an enjoyable film. Um I can see why people think it's a great film. I really like it, but there's a nostalgia element of that. Oh. But you you have to sometimes take the time of, of when films were made yeah, um, and i think you've got to have an element of, of, of that with, with something like rambo 3 but in in first blood you're looking at a very different uh, um, viewpoint for, for the way that these films were made and the, the story they're trying to tell Um and of course at the time when they were filming rambo dies at the end mm. Um and so you've got all of that and it, The fact that he's reading the situation, he's always one step ahead of Brian Dennehy in terms of he knows, but what is it? And then there's a moment where I think Crane, his character realises, shit, this is what I've created and this is what happens when it breaks and I've never seen what happens when it breaks. Mm. I've only seen what I've created and been proud of what I've created. I've I've never thought, I've only thought about them as soldiers. I've never thought about them as...
2: People have to go back to
3: lives, yeah, yeah. And it, it, there's a look he gives where, where it, it is almost like a realization of, oh shit, what have I done to this person?
2: Yeah.
3: You know, I, I've broken this this boy. Um, and obviously that was to link into the fact that you know it, the next shot of it is him shooting it. Mm. And they, they didn't do that. And it, it's, I think it's, 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 a, it's a very underrated performance that kind of gets lost in the, I, I think the, the static that was created uh, in the the the, the Rambo movies after the first one. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's a completely different
1: film, isn't it? Yeah. ian Terry Crews in Idiocracy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I bet there's one glaring one. I bet there's one woman, like oh, okay. we, are, we are really fucking missing. I mm-hmm. just also noticed that Saving Private Ryan is currently 2.99 on iTunes in 4K without Atmos I think it is. It's a good movie, is that. It's not. It is. It's boring. It's not. You watched it quite recently and actually really quite liked it. Yeah, no,
2: Saving Private Ryan. I can't be asked to rewatch it. I'm that like... It's three days long, isn't
3: it? it, it it's pushing three hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> three days long. I don't know longer though. Greyhound? No Greyhound's actually 90 minutes long. You could watch Greyhound I think almost twice. <laughs> no time, you I mean, it's perfect, isn't it? Yeah, I've placed Blue Pie. Is it? Yeah. Huh. Anyway...
2: What were you
3: going to say? The um, Thing Red Line's actually longer than… Fact, I've only watched
2: that once, you know.
3: It's very, very pretty. Yeah.
2: It makes zero sense.
3: I don't think it is, no.
2: No,
3: no. I've got a on Blu-ray upstairs, though. Steelbook. It's not in that great looking steelbook, to be honest. No, it's
2: not
3: in it? Yeah. Uh, that's it for questions. Okay.
1: I don't know what's out next week. I don't yeah, think anything I
3: don't... is. I don't. There'll, there'll be something. There must be something that's coming on a video on demand. Should... Like should, should, should we uh, do a
1: catch up on alcoholic Affleck?
3: We could do. Um. Uh. We could do a with Palm mm-hmm. Springs.
1: Yeah, let's do that. Palm Springs and uh, alcoholic Affleck coming up next week, and then um, hopefully something the week after. Who knows? Um, what fun? Uh, so Patreon.com forward slash Bastards. Um. That the aforementioned uh, half hour show of me helping Mark with his TV. think we're planning on doing The Dark Knight at some point the next week or so, is it, Mark? Next week or so, yeah. Um, haven't we also got a Play It Forward happening in the next week or so? Oh, shit. Yeah, when is that? that is oh, fuck. Friday. Is that this Friday? I think it's this Friday,
3: yeah.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, I knew that. <laughs> And you got me the kitchen a lot, which is in 4K. I did, and yes, it is. Oh, I'm looking forward to talking the kitchen.
3: Oh, what a I've, treat! I've, I've been holding off on watching it for what is it? And I really want to watch it. And then um, when I looked through which 4K it was, I was like, oh snap! <laughs> yep.
1: Oh, fuck yes, yeah, so we got the kitchen, the jerk, and uh, a couple others. Uh, so,
0: yeah.
1: Yep. What fun!
0: So yeah, we got that as well.
1: That's on the. That's going to be on the pod syndicate feed. Um, I need a pee again. So um, sorry for uh being a bit of a Debbie Downer on tonight's show during parts, guys. It's just you know, the world's on fire and uh, it's kind of hard to uh, not vibe off of that at the moment. But I hope everybody stays safe. Who knows where we'll be by this time next week? Yeah. Uh, but we'll be here, reviewing be. alcoholic Affleck and Palm Springs. Goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. Um. Goodbye, Becky.
2: Goodbye, Ian.
1: Goodbye. It's Lisa. been a lovely life. God bless you all. Stay safe.
3: <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
1: Goodbye. Uh,
3: right, we'll let you go, people.
0: Podcast is part of the Pod Syndicate Valley. For more criminally compelling shows, articles, and conversations, head to wearepodsyndicate.com.